Will what you do be good enough for your clients? Will what you achieve be good enough for you? The answer to both is almost surely. Think about some happy accidents. Was there ever a time when a meeting was cancelled or a deadline was extended and you magically struck upon an idea or a solution that you've been striving for? Good morning or good afternoon or good evening. Sounds like the Truman Show, wherever you are or wherever you're listening to this podcast. My name's Susan Crichton. The podcast is Small Business Financial Freedom. And today I want to talk about what happens when you're working too much. So 20 years from now, the only people who will remember you work late are your kids or your family. So are you always working late? and never see your family. Why not? Now, there may be several reasons for this. Must Maybe because you need to earn enough money to cover your family's basic needs, or food on the table, or a rainy day fund. But I believe some of you listening to this may have already accomplished this. So why are you still tethered to your laptop? Is it pride in your work, making an impact? status. Some might say you're ignoring the cost of your success. But let's look at the other extreme. You never work late and spend loads of time with your family. Is this the best option? Or does work bring more than money in the bank? What about purpose, accolades, meaning, impact, self-worth? I think this is why a lot of women, or some women, will return to work after they have children because they they need some meaning, some self-worth. It's a difficult line to negotiate and you need to be careful that you give excuses like, I do it for the family. While this may be true, it can sometimes hide a deeper motivation because entrepreneurs like the taste of success because it makes them feel good. And let's not even look at holidays. When was the last time that you had a true holiday? And by that, I mean no checking emails, no taking necessary calls, no planning holidays round work. Oh, I can't possibly go this week because I've got this to do and I've got that to do and I've got the next thing to do. Or I can't possibly go on holiday from January because I've got all my self-assessment tax returns to do. Maybe you're a perfectionist. But perfectionism is really about anxiety. Do you know that? Because you're afraid of failing. Perfectionists don't like failing. So what's driving your perfectionism? Is it about proving your worth to others? And how can you break this unhealthy habit? Maybe we need to learn to set enough goals. Enough goals. Dare yourself to set enough goals and practice using only appropriate effect rather than going all out and putting in extra effort. And what do I mean by appropriate effect? It's about doing something well, but removing undue emotional investment in the outcome. It's the opposite of our cultural expectations. It's the opposite of perfection. 
It's the opposite of to always go above and beyond and always do our very best. Buddhism teaches us that if this was the last act of my life, how would I want to do it? Maybe that's something we need to think about. How can you bring appropriate effect into your life? Why not practice being a C plus student? I know that's probably making some of you gasp, but just hear me out. Not every project demands your best work. What if you only gave 80%? What if you switched off your phone from 5pm and didn't respond to emails in the evening? What would happen? The key is to acknowledge the outcome. Will what you do be good enough for your clients? Will what you achieve be good enough for you? The answer to both is almost surely. Think about some happy accidents. Was there ever a time when a meeting was cancelled or a deadline was extended and you magically struck upon an idea or a solution that you've been striving for? I know with me, sometimes it, it happens when I'm sleeping in the middle of the night. I'll wake up and I'll think, that's the answer, that's the solution. When your mind is free, creativity tends to happen. Remember that the next time you're inclined to overwork and imagine brain space literally opening up as you decide to stop for the night. To try this practice on something outside of work, maybe exercise as a stand-in for setting limits on work time. Science shows we need only a certain amount of cardio and strength training every week to achieve our goals. So if you normally exercise for an hour a day, cut it to 40 minutes. See what happens. Is the process less stressful? Do you dread the gym less? Here's a heads up. If you've been conditioned to achieve as most of us have, this will make you feel like a failure for a short while. But live with it. It's only going to make you feel like this for a short while. You may just find that what you gain, more calm, easeful work days, more unimpeded time and headspace, is worth what you'll lose in so much anxious striving. And is that such a loss anyway? Of course not. Know that it's okay to do some things less well in order to have the complete and healthy life you want, and your family will thank you for it. My name is Susan Crichton. You've been listening to Small Business Financial Freedom. My company is SJC Plus Zero Accountants. If you need any help, reach out and let's have a chat. Thanks. Bye.